20 minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Pack a Day Podcast. Uh, I'm Josh Thurkle, uh, joined once again by Steve Perhatch and, and Trevor Josser. Guys, how are you doing today? We're doing well. Uh, we got the names right. Nice job, Josh. We got the names right. Yeah, we no, yeah, everything going good, man. So we're going to get into the 53-man roster. We're going to just—it's—we're not going to give you a projection. We're going to give you a, a list of guys that that we like, guys that we want to keep, guys we don't like so much, guys we're going to cut, and we will try and, and wander around all the position groups a little bit. We did talk about offensive line the last couple shows ago, so we may we may avoid that. We may not. We'll see. But uh, before we get into all that, let's have a little. Little funeral here for uh, for Trev. Trev, of course, uh, our mm-hmm. resident Jaguars fan, and uh, you've got to be really feeling this Marquise Lee injury now. Uh, ACL tear out for the season. Are, are you guys belly up here in terms of the AFC South? Or how, how are you feeling right now? First of all, do you need like do we need to send you some flowers? What's going on? Man, I feel bad for us. Instead of flowers, can you just send our team Des Bryant now because we're going to need some receivers. Obviously, Marquise Lee was supposed to be the next man up, the big up-and-coming star for the Jaguars offense this year after uh, Robinson and Hearns both left. Yep. So this this is really a damper for that offense. Um, they still got that stout defense, so that'll keep them in game. And when you have a defense like that, you always have a chance. But, you know, with the offense as it is, with Bortles being inconsistent and just not a lot of offensive weapons other than Fournette, this is a, this is a big hit. But I will say... My um my dark horse here for fantasy football. Any of you guys have not had your draft yet? Look out for Keelan Cole of Jacksonville. He's going to be probably the next man up in that rotation. Hmm. Um, he had a couple good moments last year. So Keelan Cole. He was a rookie last year. He's the second year player. I'm calling it now. He's going to have a big year. You heard it here first. Tremendous. <laughs> All right, let's get into the roster here. There's a there's a lot going on. Steve, a lot of interesting aspects in terms. It's, it's it's a deep roster right now. They're gonna have a hard time cutting to fifty three. But w- what element or maybe what position group stands out most to you in terms of uh, the competition, the depth, and the chance that we're gonna lose the guy that might go to uh, to another team? I think for big big ones that we talk about a lot are the wide receivers and the cornerbacks. Just kind of seeing who's gonna make that. How many are they gonna keep? You know. You see one projection here that's got six wide receivers, one's got three, and one's got six cornerbacks, and another's got seven. So that that one will be really interesting. But I think another one I'm intrigued now with with the trade the Packers just made is inside linebacker. Mm-hmm. What what's yeah. all going to go down there? Right. Yeah. Antonio Morrison coming over from the Colts. They had to give away Pipkins to get him, and uh, you know they talked about the trade earlier this week. Said you got to give away somebody to get somebody, and I think the Jake Ryan injury predicated all of that. You know, in terms of linebacker, Trevor, guys like Greer Martini, a guy who came in as undrafted free agent, looked like he had a spot locked up with Ryan going down. Maybe not the, the case, though. Who, who are you watching over there? Like, who do you have your eye on? It's definitely not as jumbled up to say before this Morrison trade and we got the injuries and whatnot. For someone for me, and a lot, I'm sure a lot of Wisconsin fans out there were kind of looking at how Vince Beagle was going to respond coming off that injury from last year and what he's going to do and if people make the roster or not. I did look at a few publications just kind of see what other beat writers are looking at, and they really consider Beagle to be on the bubble right now. Yeah. But then there's some positive news on that side is he's no longer playing catch-up, they're saying, meaning that he had a lot of stuff. He lost his whole first year. He had to focus on rehab and getting really back into the football swing of thing, things. And 
not really being able to even play a snap for the Packers in the regular season last year. He's all caught up on everything, and he's just he's 100% ready to compete. So when I say I look at him and I see him on the bubble, obviously I might be a little biased, but I really like him as a player and someone to squeeze, sneak into the 53-man roster. I really like his motor. He reminds me a lot of a, a young Clay Matthews that mm. he just he knows where the ball is. He likes to swarm there um, and just a tough guy. So I'm not sure if that's a popular opinion or not, but I, I like Beagle to get on, and I, I hope he does. Yeah, so the 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 bit we were going to do today was uh, guys we would keep or guys we would cut. And linebacker, obviously, com- as competitive as wide receiver corner, if not more so. Trev, am I going to put you down for a keep for Beagle? Is that how we're going on that? Yeah, let's do it. I, I think uh, let's keep, I'd keep Are we saying I'd keep him or we think the Packers will keep him? I think, I think you should say that you're keeping. You are the new general manager of the Packers. And you tell me if you're going to keep him or cut him. All right, you're keeping him. All right, that's a good choice. I like that choice a lot. Steve, who are you keeping? Who are you cutting? Give me one guy. Uh, right now, I'm going to keep Jake Kumaro. He's, uh, Ooh, okay. he's done enough in the preseason, I think. I think they're going to go with seven wide receivers. I don't think they're going to cut any of their draft picks. I think there's enough flash that they want to see what they can keep, what they can get with those guys. So popularity, contrary belief, I, there's no there's no cutting Jamon Moore. He's going to make the team, too. I know he dropped a couple of balls in the games, but, you know, yeah, give the kid a little time. But yeah, Jake yeah. Kumaro, I think he's done enough. I think the quarterback likes him enough to push a little bit for him. And so, yeah, I think uh, we're keeping the long-haired man from Wisconsin. So you do feel like Kumaro is the seventh wide receiver there? I do, yeah. Okay. So if they go keep him just because he's a favorite, I mean, people love no, him. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> think you can do that. That's just that's all a little clamoring for fans and everything like that. But as a mm-hmm. GM, you gotta you gotta pick out the best guys for your team. Doesn't matter where they're from, which is why yep. they like to bring in some Wisconsin guys, but they don't regularly make the team. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think he is the seventh guy, but I think that that he is worth keeping around. I will give you a keep if we go to running back here real quick. After uh, Jamal Williams and Tom Montgomery and then Aaron Jones is going to sit out the first two games. I think Mays is in and I think Joel Bonio and I'm going to call him Joel Buagnon. And I know that's not how you pronounce it, but that's <laughs> I've been reading about him and it was like, well, it's Buagnon. I mean, it looks like Buagnon, but it's not. It's Joel Bonio. I, I like Bonio. I just like his versatility. He got a lot of work in that Oakland game. Nine touches. Did not produce quite a bit. He's going to get a lot of work this uh, week against Kansas City. And I think he brings the versatility you need to keep as a, a fifth running back. And I'm not saying he's got credentials at fullback necessarily. It remains to be seen what they're going to do there. I would imagine they're going to keep a fullback. And I think they should keep Joel Bonio as well. I think he's a guy that you want on that roster. Trev, let's go back to you. What are you thinking about St. Brown? Are they going to keep, uh, they going to keep the rookie here? What do you think? I don't know. I just think, from what I've seen so far, I just think that he can be. He's got a, a high ceiling, and he's just been. He's just a reliable guy that you won't be taking a huge risk on. And if he doesn't work out, then I guess that's just the way it is. But I just, I just have a gut feeling that I think St. Brown will come come in handy uh, down the road. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to get any shorter either. I mean, that guy's enormous. Yeah, exactly. That works out for sure. Did I talk about Greer Martini yet? Because this seems like a good time to do that. You did not. Okay, well. Go for it. Martini. Let's hear what you got to say. Probably out of all, you know, I mean, this guy is like, a year ago, this guy, I feel like would have been a lock. Because he is like Mr. Green Bay Packer. Undrafted free agent. Versatile. You used a gritty tag earlier, Trevor. I think Greer certainly qualifies despite despite the sharing a, a name with a fancy drink. 
<laughs> plays inside, outside, would be a contributor on special teams. Steve I mean, mentioned he's the, he's the ultimate Ted Thompson guy. Oh, oh yes, absolutely. And Ted's running things. This isn't even a question. No, no, there's no question. But it, you know, it's a crowded spot now with Morrison there now, especially. But I, I think you keep him. I think that he is. Uh, I think he's a guy you want there. And so, not a not a not a speedy guy, but good against the run. Greer Martini is a keep for me. Yeah, I definitely like that. I think especially. You've seen it looks like he can contribute on special teams, and I think that's the thing that keeps him there right away. And ultimately, if he can learn a little bit more and hopefully kind of contribute, he could, he could definitely help out with the defense too. One of the best names on the team then too, right? With a bunch of good names, absolutely. Yeah. There, there's a bunch. I mean, Equinini, St. Mm-hmm. Brown, Jamon Moore. Like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> They're going to cut Maybe a couple good names too. Ranking the, the awesomeness of all the Packer names. Yeah, there's there's a good uh, good chunk of them. Steve, I think you're up. I am, and I think we kind of just hit on it, but I'm going to cut Trevor Davis. Okay. That wide receiver field is going to be very crowded. I think they're going to keep seven. One of the main reasons they love Trevor Davis was his speed, but, I mean, if we're keeping all those draft picks, that's what they have. They have height and speed, and you've never shown that connection with Rodgers as – Special team skills haven't really popped. I, I can't think of a reason to keep him besides the fact that he's a fifth-round draft pick, and that's not a good reason to keep a player. No, the, the, the contribution of special teams, though, I mean, if you're potentially getting a new long snapper, new punter, is that continuity something they're going to be concerned about? If they're going to change, make those changes, now's the time to do it. Yeah, They don't need the continuity. I mean, yeah. I can't remember a time that Trevor Davis had a punt, like a, a super amazing punt return or, you know, more than one. that I was like, oh, my God, they have, why don't they have him back there? There's a reason he's not back there. There's a reason that mm-hmm. they've had Tremont Williams returning punts. They've had Jair Alexander returning punts. Quentin Rollins has been returning punts. So, I mean, I feel like they're trying to figure out if they've got something. If they have anybody else that they trust, I think he's gone. Trev, I think that brings us back to you. Is this the last round uh, of Keeper Cut? Do you have one more guy for us? This one, I guess, would be my quote-unquote cut, but it's just kind of a conversation with you guys because I'm not really sure. Even I touched on it pre-show about Quentin Rollins and what to do with him. Yep. Um, he's another on-the-bubble guy. We touched on the corner. The defensive back is one of those defense, those groups where we have no idea what to expect. You got your locks, but then you got someone like Rollins, who is a former second-round pick, but really hasn't stacked up to the rest of the group. Um, you got some good rookies coming in. What do you guys think about him? I think I think he's gone just because there's no room for him. But again, you cut a second-round pick. Well, I think Steve said it without saying it. If Trevor Davis and Quentin Rollins might be battling for that that thirteenth skill spot, if you will, whether you're keeping seven wide receivers mm-hmm. and six corners or vice versa, it may come down to those two guys. For, again, I think it's a, a guy that's versatile, that's also versatile, but Josh Hawkins gives you very similar things. Second round pick a couple years ago. Did have a big INT in practice earlier this week, but uh, other than that, it's been pretty much a, a quiet camp for him. The storylines have been the young kids. You know, Josh Jackson's picking off balls, taking them back for touchdowns in games, and Xander's getting the interception. So. I guess those are those are the bigger storylines. Yep. It'll be interesting. I think they end up keeping him. I mean, he's got that. He's got the talent. He he definitely does. It's if they can get him fully coached up. And after, well, he tore his Achilles last year. So if he can make that bounce back, I mean, and you use your six, I'm okay with him being the six. But as long as they're you know, as long as they're not 
depending on him as a starter, I, I'm completely okay with keeping him and having him being a special teams contributor and seeing if he can push those guys and, you know, push for the five spot, push for the four spot. That's not a bad thing. No, I agree as well. Let me let me speed things along here and give you my last cut, and that's going to be Hunter Bradley, the, the, the rookie, that they brought in for long snapping who has not beat out Zach Trainer. And look, they're going to go to the wire uh, before they make the decision on a guy. But if you bring a guy, if you burn a draft pick on a long snapper and you're not sure, Steve, you kind of said it earlier, you know, that's not a reason to keep him around. You got to get rid of him. Yeah. I think Triner's going to be the guy. I think Hunter Bradley is going to be uh, Gonzo, you know, come September 1. What do you think? I, I could definitely see that. I mean, it, you know, another move that would shock me is they brought in Brett Goose and cut both of them. Like, oh, okay, let's bring him back one more time. Yeah. We'll try again with another seventh-round pick next year, see what happens. But no, I, a seventh-round pick you can definitely cut. I mean, they, those are just lottery tickets, and you hope for – I hope that one of them's going to hit, but more than often than not, they're never going to hit. So sure. if they ended up cutting him, not the worst thing in the world. All right, Steve, give me Nothing one more. like a heated uh, long snapper battle, right, guys? Hey, I love it. This is what August is all about. <laughs> <laughs> is it time for the regular season? Because, you know, I think I'm about ready. Yes, absolutely. Steve, give me one more. We'll get out of here. You know, I'm the one, I don't know, I can't say for sure, but I'm interested in seeing what they do at fullback. Okay. I'm interested to see if they're going to keep Ripkowski because the whole thing, they've, they've been trying this whole offseason. They want to get faster. They want to do these things. And, I mean, the fullback is pretty much dying in most other teams except for Green Bay and maybe like San Diego. I yeah. just am interested to see if they want to keep four running backs, if they want to keep seven wide receivers, three quarterbacks. Does that leave room for Aaron Ripkowski? Yeah, especially when you have three tight ends also. You know, Jimmy Graham Lewis and yeah. Kendricks. And, and those guys are not blocking guys either. So somebody's got to carry that load. So, yeah, I, that's the one thing that intrigues me is if they try to sneak a spot. Because, I mean, if, if Eric Kowski is cut and they eventually want to bring him back, I don't see a huge market for him in the NFL right now. Right. right. Well, it's going to be an interesting cut down as we – Head closer and closer toward uh, the the preseason the final the preseason finale against Kansas City, and then of course September first when all teams have to get down to fifty three players. We've given you uh, our opinions on a few guys. We would love to hear yours. Find us on Twitter. We are going to get out of here. We are out of show for Trevor and for Steve. Uh, I'm Josh. Thank you for listening. You will have another Pack a Day podcast coming tomorrow. And we will join you again in two weeks. Until then, we'll see you on the internet. Have a great day. Six seconds ago, ball just outside the four. Roger shotgun looks to his right. Snap to A-Rod. Throws right side. Yes! Touchdown! And a dagger! The dagger to Andrew Paulus on the right side! Aaron pointing to the right now. Gets the snap. Looking. Throws left side of the end zone. Leaping right yes! to Matt Yes! Touchdown, Green Bay! A spectacular throw and catch to the left side of the end zone! Rodgers from the 42 New York, fourth down and two. Snap to A-Rod. Looking downfield, scrambles right. Now, winds up, rainbows, into the end zone. It is caught!